Welcome to a Swifty Snapshot Podcast. Hi, I'm Silver. This is a Taylor Swift podcast about her songs. From her debut album, to her ninth studio album, to her re-records, Taylor's version, and beyond. Each episode will go through an individual Taylor Swift song, include guest appearances from fellow Swifties, and touch on current Taylor news or Easter eggs. Jump then fall with lifelong Swifty Silver as she shakes it off, occasionally does something bad, and becomes even more enchanted with Blondie. Are you ready for it? Welcome to a Swifty Snapshot Podcast. Hi, I'm Silver. This is going to be a short little episode because we have a short little song. We are on track number 14, A Perfectly Good Heart, from Taylor Swift's debut album, Taylor Swift, the 14th and final track of the album. We are coming close to the end of season one and album one, Taylor Swift. Now, as I said, this will just be a short little episode for a short little song. So let's get into it. A Perfectly Good Heart was written by Taylor Swift, Brett James, and Troy Vergas. It was produced by Scott Borchetta, Nathan Chapman, and Robert Ellis Arell. And it was released on October 24th, 2006, as a part of the deluxe edition of the Taylor Swift album. This song describes heartbreak, and it is a unique song layout for Taylor. She hasn't done something like this so far on this album. So far, she's had a very traditional standard song layout. This one definitely changes it up, and we'll get into more of the nuances as we get into the lyric breakdown, but just keep that in the back of your mind as we're talking about the words. We have multiple uses of the title lyric in this song, so much so that it is pretty much every second or third line. So let's start breaking down the lyrics. It won't take us too long, but let's give it a go. Track number 14, A Perfectly Good Heart. Right off the hop is that different song layout that I mentioned. We start with the chorus. Now, this isn't going to be the only time that Taylor utilizes this song layout technique, but it is the first time that she has done so. Chorus one, why would you want to break a perfectly good heart? Already, we've got the title lyric, and as I already mentioned, it comes up multiple times. This sets the entire tone for the song. The song is very much the end of an age, the end of an era, if you will, the end of innocence. Taylor says, I was one way and now I am this way. And that's what this entire song is about. It is that bridge between point A and point B. Why would you want to take our love and tear it all apart now? This sentiment has a little bit of regret in it, to be honest has a bit of blame even and is saying we had love we had a perfectly good heart and we don't have that anymore why would you want to make the very first scar this is speaking of taylor's first love the first time that she allowed her heart to feel that way why would you want to break a perfectly good heart This is among the many of the heartbreak songs that Taylor has written and will write in her career. But this one is very simple, very first love. The other heartbreak songs, they speak of a little bit more experience, a little bit more maturity, if you will. This one, this is young Taylor, young heartbreak. We go into the first verse, which follows the first chorus. 
Maybe I should have seen the signs, should have read the writing on the wall. Taylor is saying, well, it, it, it is your fault. You were the one that broke my heart. However, this is what I could have done to avoid that. And she's going to start with giving us a list of things that she wished she would have done or wish she would have seen or noticed or picked up on. And realized by the distance in your eyes, Taylor loves to read people's eye expressions, if you will. <laughs> she brings up that as a facial feature multiple times throughout her songwriting. And here is another example of that. That I would be the one to fall. A little bit of jump then fall teaser action there. But also it's a little bit of like, if only I got out first. If only... I would have seen all of these warning signs and then I could have been the one to break the heart or at least call the shots and end it. There's a little bit of that nuance in there as well. No matter what you say, I still can't believe. Is this the object of her affections? Is this him trying to get back with her? A little bit of a thread of that in this lyric. That you would walk away, it don't make sense to me, but this whole verse which is the only verse in this song i know that all of you can't see this right now but there is like the most gorgeous sun flare coming into my room right now where i'm recording <laughs> maybe i'll post this as an outtake on socials taylor blessing us anyways this whole verse and as i said the only verse in this song it speaks to this quote flawlessness of this boy that broke Taylor's heart. We know she assigns these types of descriptors to the objects of her affection, that she does put them up on pedestals or describes them as flawless, which is not the case, as no one is that. But it's very relatable. Speaking from personal experience, I have definitely done this. It is hard to see these signs, to see the writing on the wall, to see the distance in someone's eyes because we ignore them. We don't want it to be so. We try to almost justify it. And no one can make us see something. We have to come to that realization on our own. It's why when somebody is in a relationship that has red flags, and if you are the friend and you try to give counsel, it doesn't work usually because the person you're giving counsel to, they have to be the one to realize that on their own. This song is a little bit of Taylor saying, okay, I came to the realization, but... It's too little too late because her heart is already broken. We get the second chorus identical to the first. And that's what I mean by the song layout. The song layout literally goes chorus, verse, chorus, bridge, chorus, chorus. And the four choruses out of them all, three of them are identical. One, two, and four. It's only the third one that has a subtle lyric change and it's not even that big of a change. So practically identical but again such an interesting song layout choice by taylor i'm not going to go through the second chorus as we've already covered the content of it let's go to the bridge it's not unbroken anymore how do i get it back the way it was before this is wishful thinking on taylor's part obviously you can't put a broken heart back together like think of the metaphor of the broken vase trying to glue it back together. Yes, you can glue it back together and it can be useful, but the cracks are still there and still visible. So it has changed its form. Not saying it's better or worse. No, definitely not. Not saying it's lost any value with this break. Absolutely not. If that was the case, we would all be hooped. 
but it has changed. There is a shift. And this breaking of Taylor's heart, this her wanting to go back to the way it was before, this is a very immediate vulnerable reaction to heartbreak. And I think we all go through this stage similar to grieving stages, heartbreak stages. This is a loss in our life and we immediately want to deny that it is a loss and we want what was before despite knowing that it can never be so. But then as we move through the different stages and process and deal with our heartbreak, usually we take a different stance if we have moved through all of these places and we don't have as much regret or not that we don't regret, but we have a bigger picture of what the reason for the heartbreak was, the lesson learned, if you will. It's a bit of a broad generalization, And I know there are multiple exceptions to this rule, but I thought it was worth mentioning. We get a musical interlude in the song between the bridge and the third chorus. And then in true Taylor fashion, we start with a soft rendition of the chorus. This is the one that is a little different in that the fourth and final lyric of the third chorus is, why would you want to break? Would you want to break a? She sings this chorus softly. And then as she repeats that line, she builds into the fourth chorus. Why would you want to break a perfectly good heart? Why would you want to take our love and tear it all apart now? Why would you want to make the very first scar? Why would you want to break a perfectly good heart? We get a musical outro and it fades out. That's it. That is a perfectly good heart. As I said, it is a short song. This and A Place in This World are the two shortest songs on the first album. However, this one is, I believe, the shortest strictly because of the repetition of the lyric content. Let's talk Taylor's trends. This is the part of a Swifty snapshot where we highlight specific trends that Taylor uses in her lyrics. We have six potential trends to assign to the lyrics. We have the weather trend, the colors trend, the calendar trend, the time of day trend, the style trend, and the literary trend. Let's see what trends Taylor uses in this song. We only have a half point for a trend this week. I'm going to give a half point for a literary trend for the lyric, should have read the writing on the wall with the use of the word writing. Again, not a full trend. It's not quite a literary reference, but it does have some similarities or crossovers. This week's version of Taylor. Join me every week to discuss breaking Taylor news, whether that's spottings, Easter eggs, social media presence, or general Taylor news. Let's see what she's been up to this week. Taylor news. Taylor reached 202 million Instagram followers this week. Congratulations, my girl. Lots of nominations for different awards. First, she was nominated for four awards for the Kids' Choice Awards. First for Favorite Female Artist, second for All Too Well 10-Minute Version, Taylor's Version from The Vault for Favorite Song, third Red Taylor's Version for Favorite Album, and fourth Fearless Taylor's Version for Favorite Album. The awards take place on Saturday, April 9th, and good luck for those nominations. 
Additional nominations include two nominations for hashtag Premios Likes Brazil. Those are the Brazilian awards for music, internet, movies, and series. She was nominated for International Female Artist and Album of the Year, Red Taylor's Version. She also got two nominations for the 2022 JOOX Thailand Music Awards for Top Social Global Artist and International Song of the Year, All Too Well. Those awards take place on March 23rd. Unfortunately, she did not win her nomination at the ACM Awards for the music video, I Bet You Think About Me, for Video of the Year. She was beat out by the music video for Drunk by L. King and Miranda Lambert. Congratulations to them. Next, Taylor liked and commented on Gracie Abrams' Instagram video of her cover of All Too Well, 10-minute version. She commented, love you, comma, love this crowd, comma, love it all. Pleading face emoji, smiling face with hearts emoji, folded hands emoji. The video was posted on Gracie Abrams' Instagram on Wednesday, March 9th, and you can still view it there along with Taylor's comment. On International Women's Day, Taylor Nation posted saying, to the fearless leaders, the mad women, the women who remind us, never be so kind, you forget to be clever, never be so clever, you forget to be kind, the women fighting for what we've worked for all these years, the women who are no one's exception, happy hashtag International Women's Day. They posted that along with a photo from Billboard's Women of the Decade photo shoot of Taylor for their 2019 Women in Music issue. And rounding out Taylor news this week is it was Austin Smith's birthday on March 11th. Happy belated to Austin. That's all for this week's version of Taylor, Taylor's Trends, and A Perfectly Good Heart. And that's all for the Taylor Swift debut album songs. We have come to the end of the 14 tracks on the Taylor Swift debut album. So how is this going to work going forward? Well, next week, instead of going straight into the Fearless era, we will be taking a look back and doing a recap of the entire Taylor Swift era. So you can expect some rankings. You can expect some recaps. And you can expect some surprises as well. I haven't quite finalized the format of how the recap episodes will go. And I'm sure (laughs) they'll change (laughs) from episode to episode. But all I can say is it'll be a fun time. I'm really looking forward to it. And I got many wheels spinning as to what's going to go down. So you don't want to miss it. Be there next week for the Taylor Swift era recap. Don't forget to follow and subscribe on all the platforms so you don't miss any content or episodes. And on that note, come back, be there.